0: Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're after Kiki. Captain Redfly. Desperate housewife. Doesn't want to marry. Love you like I, I love, love you. <laughs> Don't, talk
1: <laughs> <We're drinking. laughs> Don't
0: talk to Don't yourself.
1: Cheers, Biff, Cheers. cheers. Ill advised. Still advised. This is Ill advised. Hi, Beth.
0: Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill advised.
1: A podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has
0: like your third grade teacher
1: and not her phlebotomist
0: what the f- is a phlebotomist the people who
1: take your blood at the hospital oh right yeah
0: i don't like them house
1: well her phlebotomist is telling you to sit still <laughs> so that exactly. you don't wind up bruised
0: that's why i don't like them house yeah get proked and pot- prodded so many times when you're pregnant
1: oh that's true I've never been pregnant, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for understanding. (laughs) How you doing, Beth?
0: Ah, good. Today, specifically, I'm freaking tired. I think I'm hoping I'm not coming down with something. I can feel it on the left side. On your left side? Yeah.
1: What does that mean?
0: It's like the cold is on the left side of my head.
1: Oh, okay. That makes so much more (laughs) sense. What were you thinking? I'm just like, is it on your good side or your bad side? (laughs) Not literally, but like, I'm feeling like I'm going to get a cold. I don't know if it's coming on to the left or the right side. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) my head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm good,
1: I think. Yeah, I feel like constantly running around, but like more so... Last couple of days, like, I'm trying to fit a lot of things in before the new job starts. Oh, yeah,
0: back to work.
1: Yeah, so, I don't I'm not that ready. Sucks. Yeah, it really does. But, of course, like, the summer that I have off is the rainiest summer. Is we don't have a summer, yeah. Right. Um, in fact, the news said that we only had two non-rainy weekends all summer long. I believe it. Yeah, isn't that fucking shit? It and is, we got another one coming.
0: It is fucking shit.
1: It's shit. So I had a whole summer off that I couldn't be outside. Like two weekends, Goddamn. and I was probably busy those two. Weekends. One of them was my birthday. <laughs> was that a rainy day? No, that oh it that, wasn't.
0: That was like the only day that I got a tan this summer.
1: That's right. That was a fun day. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: It was a nice day.
1: Yeah, it was a really nice day. And mm-hmm. you made a
0: bomb ass cake.
1: a Beautiful fucking cake. So good. I was like, this I don't remember color, what it looked like, but I remember what it tasted. I do like. because that color frosting it was. Beautiful. was you it was once i came up with it i was like this is best." oh yeah
0: i remember it now with the flowers and then the champagne champagne it was fucking the whole thing beautiful Mm -hmm. tasted amazing
1: i'm making my own birthday cake you know that right (gasps)
0: good make the same one
1: (laughs) (laughs) just two different colors i'm gonna have to do so you know me like i love to please people because i have nothing better to do in my life right so i am thinking that i'll do a two-tiered cake just so that there's a chocolate cake and a vanilla cake. Oh, my God. But, like, make the small tier of the chocolate cake, because I don't understand people's dislike of chocolate cake. I just don't get it. It
0: just tastes weird to me.
1: Whatever. You like my chocolate cake.
0: I did like your chocolate cake. So, I
1: don't know. I'll figure it out. I know you will. One year, I made one full of candy bars. <laughs> it's beautiful.
0: <gasps> <laughs> I, my stomach's gonna grow.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups and fucking Twix bars everywhere. Yes. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast
0: welcome to ill-advised
1: <laughs> yes this i was is, trying to come up with some nonsense uh uh-huh. like you know i have been the last few weeks because it just feels fun yeah you know like i'm
0: laverne and shirley
1: we're laverne and shirley and this is tv sitcoms for 100 alex <laughs> yes That's all i got
0: what is ill-advised
1: yeah <laughs> it's it's actually just an excuse to drink I'll take it. Okay. We've got a 2021 Malbec from Mendoza, Argentina. The name of this one is Cadabra. Like Abra? As in Abra Ooh. it has. It's a really cute label actually and it, it has cute. a top hat and it's a like rabbit. Like Alice in
0: Wonderland.
1: Yep. And a spade and a magic wand that I could also think is a please smoke here sign. Yeah.
0: Smoking <laughs> welcome.
1: <laughs> Open cadabra and surprise your senses with its magic. Ooh. Tricks for great magicians. 1. Get some friends together. 2. Say the word abracadabra. Uh-oh. 3. Serve the magic into glasses and wait for the ovation. Our malbec displays red and dark fruits. With sweet spice, an elegant wine with fresh berry fruits, soft tannins, and pleasant finish. Serve between 16 and 18 degrees Celsius. Oh. We don't even know Fahrenheit. I was just like, going to say, what does that mean? I don't know. I hope it means that we're going to like it. I hope it means
0: the temperature of my hand because <laughs> I've been holding it this whole entire
1: time. Oh my God.
0: It is a very pretty color. It's rich. Pretty. And is I it is want- a this color for my Mm. halloween lipstick
1: it smells like wine (laughs) this is the best i can describe it actually you know some wines smell fruity and some smell boozy this one just smells like
0: wine the cork like red wine yeah abracadabra that shit
1: wow oh got it the outtakes that we'll have every time you take your first sip of wine. It doesn't matter what wine it is. It's true. Whether you like it or you don't, it is, you always make that face on the first sip. Second, it's weird because I like it. <laughs> well, I know you like Malbec, so I'm confused. Me too. I mean, granted, we won't like every Malbec, but still. Okay, for the third sip, I recently watched a YouTube video about how to taste wine. And you need air in your mouth to taste.
0: Uh, this now is a very about, expensive laptop. Now
1: you're going to ask me how. You're <laughs> You're not going to go <gasps> while you have a mouthful of wine. I don't you're going to kind not, of right? use your lips to bring the air in. Like purse your lips a little bit while you start.
0: While I'm sipping it?
1: But don't inhale. Just like kind of suck it.
0: So like your if mouth. your coffee's hot, you do like yeah, the... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that.
0: Like the suck sip?
1: Kind of like that.
0: Oh, great. I'm loving this computer.
1: <laughs> Listen, you you can only trust yourself so much.
0: If this goes up my nose, it's only going to come on one
1: side. I can't look at you while you do this now. You have to. No, because now I'm going to fucking watch red wine everywhere. <laughs>
0: and I'm wearing a white shirt.
1: <laughs> Here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it.
1: I've been doing that with a lot of wines lately. And it's changing my perspective on wines I didn't like, first of all. But I'm also enjoying whiskey on a different level. Can you just swallow puffer fish? I,
0: uh, I like the first two sips better.
1: Yeah, take another one without aerating it. without aerating your face.
0: You told me to do you, it.
1: Well, I mean, half your tongue can taste it and the other one's crying. So this actually isn't a good condition for you to be tasting wine.
0: That is super fair. And yeah. this just happened. I don't know that I like this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I like it. I'm tasting that fruitiness at the the end. It's got a beautiful finish.
0: I'm not gonna rate this because I'm it's not gonna be fair. Because half of my head is stuffed up now and
1: then I will rate on behalf of myself and not the podcast. Yes. I would give this a five really yes i love it
0: now that i can't
1: i love it it's juicy it's dry but it's juicy which is very strange
0: i know that i would definitely pick it up and bring it to like a party or something
1: yeah so you would at least give it a three or a four
0: yes and i also liked the first two sips
1: yeah, i don't know what's up with that maybe I don't either. you know what just don't inhale and drink guys <laughs> just ruins your fucking taste buds
0: yeah i've been sleeping super shitty and getting very little sleep so i think that's what's
1: happening what's up with that
0: i don't know i just can't sleep i can't fall
1: asleep that was me a few weeks ago for like two months
0: yeah it's been a week or two now and then my daughter's up right shiny and bushy tailed
1: and something's in the air mercury's in gatorade if you have questions this week, I
0: have a question.
1: where are we going
0: to our usual, well, um, our, I didn't mean, mean to say usual, to one of our goodies. I don't fucking know what I'm trying to say. One of our trusted sources. Ah,
1: oh, Prudence. Yes. Hello, Prudy.
0: This is from November, 2022. Dope. Dear Prudence, help I just discovered my wife's secret checking account full of mysterious payments. I feel
1: used. My wife's checking account full of... Secret checking account. Full of mysterious...
0: Full of mysterious payments.
1: I'm very, very curious because I want to know why, like how he feels used. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. Okay.
0: Dear Prudence, my wife and I, both female... Have fun
1: together. Oh, sorry. Which I don't know that? why that was so funny. Because you said that in your matter-of-fact Stephanie voice.
0: Well, how was I supposed to say? I it?
1: I, I, I don't know. Both female. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just I I don't know. I I'm I'm having I'm my left side sick. Yes.
0: <laughs> my wife and I, both females. Have been together for 25 years. Married for six. Initially, she handled all of our finances and put us deeply in debt.
1: Mm.
0: I took over and spent the last few years getting us into a good financial state. My wife is retired while I am still working. We are comfortable but not rich. The problem is I recently found out she has a checking account I knew nothing about and receives a significant amount of money monthly. I don't care that she has money. But I think back to all the times I had to borrow from my retirement or take out a loan to pay bills or get some needed medical equipment. I'm so angry, but she sees no problem with it. She says she wants to have money to be able to buy me things. That's great, but I haven't been receiving any gifts that I don't buy myself. Am I wrong to be resentful? Feeling used.
1: Motherfucker. Well, She knows about it. That just takes the fun out of responding to this. (laughs) What do you mean? I just figured, you know, if you're writing into a device columnist and you figure out something about like your your partner, you're just usually like, should I bring it up to them? Uh, oh, although so,
0: other wife knows that the wife knows. Like I secretly found my wife's thing and haven't told her that I know. Yes. Yet. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. So I was I was kind of hoping it was going that route. But yeah, either yeah. way, it's still a secret account. Like you just
0: She didn't even ask like
1: Where's this money coming from? Well, she's retired. So, she's got money coming in from her like how did Okay. You take over finances for your spouse. Your spouse gets your spouse retires officially. Once you retire, you are either entitled to social security or a pension or a 401k. Mhm. How do you not know what that is? What do you mean? Does it seem So, from the the question, does it seem like she doesn't know where the money's coming from?
0: No, she never even mentions. She just says, The problem is, I recently found out she has a checking account I knew nothing about and receives a significant amount of money monthly.
1: Yeah, that to me is retirement and pension. How do you not know she's getting that?
0: Because it must not be going into their joint account.
1: But if someone retires, they're entitled to a sum. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Whether they contribute to social security or not like yeah she's gonna be getting a significant amount of money or an amount of money let's just say it that maybe way maybe
0: it's a separate thing
1: i'm wondering from what maybe well that's what yeah, i'm saying I she's not even
0: asking like she didn't say you know i know this is her retirement fund or i know this should not say like
1: yeah so to me like i would assume she knows what the money is for maybe you know what i mean but i think that that retirement thing in there is A very significant thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, for you to mention that she's retired and I'm working.
0: We're comfortable, but not rich.
1: Right. Which means you're bringing in some great money, is my assumption. Hmm. But, again, borrowing from your pension while your wife has money that's come in. Borrowing
0: from my retirement, taking out a loan to pay bills.
1: Yeah, that's the shitty part. That's the shitty part out of all of this is where you're tipping into like your security. This is
0: very much like what yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Yeah. <laughs> like. And I. If you're struggling to pay bills. Practice that. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. I want to practice
0: that. I need my husband so what's, what's his is mine and what's mine is mine. Right. <laughs> like, right. But if we're struggling to pay bills, that's terrible. It's It's terrible. like, well, that sucks for you. Yeah. I'm good but that sucks for you yeah you should probably take out a loan
1: to me it's like preparing for like either when you leave or when one of when your partner dies you know what i mean like if i was harboring that money and keeping it a secret it's like this is my fund for me to move away without you yep or my fund for me to to leave you yeah either way it's without you
0: yeah so I'm watching you struggle while I have a significant amount of money coming into my sacred account lately.
1: If this goes south, I have a nest I'm egg. I'm so good. Yeah.
0: Why spend mine when I can spend yours?
1: Listen, it's your fucking fault for spending it in the first place.
0: I didn't ask you to pay those I bills. Have- <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> you said, I got this, babe. I have a 401k. Let me just borrow from that. No, but in all seriousness it is pretty shitty. Yeah. Are you wrong for feeling resentful? No, I don't think so. Is that that's the question, right?
0: Yes. I'm so angry, but she sees no problem with it. She says she wants to have money to be able to buy me things. That's great, but I haven't been receiving any gifts that I don't buy myself. Am I wrong to be resentful?
1: No. No, and and not only does the whole situation reek of of dishonesty, but so does her justification like it's a cop out. Like what are you trying? Okay. Right. Like what is your real reason for hiding this? I don't trust you. This, this is one of those things in a relationship a where you're just like a one-sided relationship. Yeah. It's one of those things in a relationship that makes you question the relationship. Exactly. Not the person.
0: Who did I marry? Right. So here's the answer. Okay. Dear feeling used. Not at all. Also, consider being something a little more than just resentment, such as extremely pissed off and considering divorce. That's
1: it. Yep. Oh, that's...
0: That's it. <laughs> that's the
1: answer. Well, when you ask, like, am I wrong to be resentful, I think I feel like you're just asking for a yes or a no. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's it, huh? That
0: was it.
1: But I hate to say that I agree with it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound like somebody I would want to marry or be married to.
1: I just want to buy you things. Bitch, you have a million that dollars. I haven't bought you. You have a million, so. million dollars but, like, and I'm buying a machine buying so I can breathe. Things.
0: Right. So, that was short and sweet, I guess.
1: Beautiful. We're, we're on board. Next.
0: Next. This is from October 2022. Mm-hmm. Help. My boyfriend keeps waking me up, groaning the name of his ex. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me ill. Dear Prudy. My boyfriend and I live together and have been dating for three years. During our first year of dating, he had a week-long affair with his ex-girlfriend. I learned about this affair two years into our relationship because he still felt guilty about it. I decided to accept that that was a one-time mistake and that I still loved him very much. The issue is that maybe three nights a week, I wake up to him groaning her name and grinding into me. It makes me ill when it happens and tremendously distressed. I understand that everyone has sex dreams and that he doesn't have control over it, but it happens all the time. And if he just didn't say her name, it wouldn't bother me so much. Or if it wasn't the person that he cheated on me with. I guess this isn't even a question. It's just something that I wish wasn't happening. On his part, I've brought it up a couple of times when he found me crying in the middle of the night And he seems genuinely surprised that he is having these dreams and is truly apologetic. For me, it comes off as like a, not what do I do about it, but like, how can I manage this?
1: I have two feelings on this. Go. One being far more nefarious than the other. Yes, I love
0: the word nefarious.
1: Thank you. (laughs) The first thought I have is, like, it has a little bit of sympathy for him. It's like, oh, he...
0: Him the writer or him the boyfriend having what dreams the about his ex?
1: Yeah, that one. Just, and this isn't negating the writer at all. I just need to say that because mm-hmm. of what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, he missed out on the love of his life. There's just like that subconscious kind of like, you know, this was the person he had and for whatever reason they can't be together and he's with you. Which, again, does not negate What if it was just the
0: best sex he's ever had? And not necessarily like... That's
1: where my next one's going. Yeah. For someone to have audible dreams three times a week about that...
0: It is an active thought.
1: It's not just an active thought. To me, it's almost done on purpose in a conscious state. Because we fantasize as humans all the time... Three times a week, me screaming and grinding up against you and telling you that you're my ex's name, to me screams, I'm fantasizing while I have a human. I'm getting away with it because I'm pretending I'm sleeping. Really? Yeah. And if this was my relationship, I'd be like, doors over there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How haunted does a person have to be to three times a week... For how long have they been together after he cheated on them? For them to be constantly dreaming of this and not remember once? I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me.
0: I'm with you that it doesn't feel right. But for me, it was like they still very much are either still somehow connected to this person. They're talking or having conversations or this and that. Or... Because they say you dream about the last thing you're thinking about or the last thing you're doing or something. I
1: wish because I would be fucking every night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, he is.
1: So maybe I it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm going to save that conversation for another time. <laughs> just go, go on.
0: <laughs> so I'm just thinking about if I'm the girlfriend who's getting woken up every night by my boyfriend humping my leg and screaming his ex's name like first of all I'm smothering him in his sleep with a pillow
1: oh I was like you're taking the blame for that (laughs) glad you clarified that there's a pillow involved
0: I'm not going to accept any other answer other than you're still actively in some way shape or form either talking to her or sleeping with her stalking her Facebook all the time Mm -hmm. that type of thing because you're not going to have this many dreams mm-hmm. for this long off of just like oh my, mm-hmm. so we're fighting. Oh yeah, because you're stalking your ex. You're checking her Facebook every day. You're checking her Instagram every day. You're talking to her. You're mm-hmm. this something more than. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. No, I. I
0: so that's where I'm at. I'm,
1: like I would be with you 100. If he at least fessed up that he remembered a dream or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Three times a week is excessive for you to always wake up surprised or for you to wake up surprised that you've had this dream.
0: So did they specify the three times a week or did you come up with that? Oh, okay. I missed that part.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, good. I'm glad you're (laughs) reading. The issue is that maybe
0: three nights a week, I wake up to him groaning her name and grinding onto me. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Three so times a week. That's what's bothering stand, me. Yeah. I want to say, like, if he's actually having these dreams all the time, it's like, yes, he's thinking about sex with this person, but he also, like, like you said, checking her Facebook every day, like, has feelings for this person yeah. actively. Actively. However, yes. many years later, what would it say? Three years. Yeah. So, three years later. Three times during a the week. first
0: year of their dating, he had a week-long affair with his
1: ex-girlfriend. Oh, I thought you said the first week. No, during but the our week-long first affair year makes of sense. dating,
0: we had a he had a week-long affair with his ex-girlfriend. Wow! So for the first year, yep. of their relationship, he
1: cheated. But still, all right. So for two years, three times a week, it just yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. No, he's got to remember they're either that. still
0: having an affair or he's just still yeah. wishing
1: that he was or he missed out like he has those feelings strong enough for her that
0: so he's checking her Facebook and thinking about her and probably sending her little texts and yeah yeah.
1: yeah. and that's the part where I'm where I was like oh poor guy he like missed out on the love of his life I don't know the circumstances and right, right, also right. not negating what she's saying but like you know for whatever reason they can't be together mm-hmm. and or she just doesn't want to be with him or she just doesn't want to be with him or he's Fucking being some weird, perverted, fantastical, like he's got a fantasy that he's living out by humping her leg three times a week, screaming out Donna's name. It just doesn't make sense. That right there I'd be seeking therapy for if someone told me that I was doing this three times a fucking week and I wasn't actively out there trying to be with this person. yeah, You know what I mean? Yep. So, to me, it feels like more than the former, like he's fucking living out of fantasy.
0: His, or maybe he's just trying to get laid, so he's like...
1: Not by screaming kidding. somebody's name, he ain't...
0: Well, maybe he's resentful because she's like, no, you're fucking your ex in your dream every night, I ain't banging you. <laughs> yeah, hump my leg. <laughs> Go for it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Let's see what Prudy says. Just to be clear... Most people do not have sex dreams about past lovers so vivid that they wake their partners three nights a week by calling out their ex's names and trying to hump their partner's legs. Thank you. That's about as far from normal sleep behaviors as I can imagine no d on
1: imagine that's fine
0: and if you don't have to convince yourself
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) it worked
0: (laughs) and you don't have to convince yourself that this is something every couple goes through because it isn't what you've described sounds unbelievably distressing and i don't think you should have to put up with it make it clear to him how much this upsets you how regularly
1: (laughs) it's happening you've just negated the whole response i don't know what you said (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, sorry
1: go back to how regularly i'm not
0: saying that word again
1: okay how regularly
0: make it clear to him how much this upsets you how it's happening and how imperative it is that he go to the doctor immediately to find out if he suffers from any sleep disorders wow Beth. yeah Your boyfriend may not know what he's doing while he's doing it, but you cannot possibly move on from the past if every other night you're jolted out of your sleep because your partner is calling out the name of the woman he cheated on you with. This is an emergency situation that affects your ability to sleep as well as your emotional security. It's not something for you to just get over. It is time for you to tell him to make a choice to acknowledge your pain and seek some kind of treatment or behavioral therapy to end the night humps or to sleep apart for the (laughs) remainder of your relationship, as short as that may be. That was Danny Lavery. Lavery. Lavery.
1: Yes. And. Or. And or. And also. And also. Yes, and also. But sometimes. It just, I'm not buying it
0: There's probably i'm not buying, buying
1: any of it two years after our affair you're still having these dreams or fantasies or whatever it might be and i'm gonna ask you to go get help or we can't be together maybe i'm just i, I am i'm actually being just cynical but it's like how much longer does it have to continue while you're getting help before we know that the help's working. To me, it just feels like too...
0: For me, it felt very much like, a look, whatever the fuck's going on needs to stop now. Period. I don't care what you do about it. I don't care if it's intentional, unintentional.
1: Yeah, and if you put it if that way... If you're
0: stalking your ex, if you're actively in love with her, whatever the fuck it is, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Get help or find someone else's leg to hump.
1: yeah. If it were me, it's over. uh,
0: First of all, this ain't two years. I'm smothering you. Two years.
1: That's what I'm getting at. The first
0: night, sure. He's getting away
1: with it for two years, but he's also doing it for two years. Like he's living out whatever he wants to live out, and you're putting up with it.
0: Because it's a dream. Despite already telling him
1: that you're feeling (laughs) like if you're waking up in the middle of the night crying, he doesn't have to guess how you feel about it. Right. Especially if he's pretending to, again. I'm putting so much fucking assumption on this. Yeah, but I—it's I, just I'm trying to picture how I would feel about this, and I—I'm—I'm I'm done. The the relationship is over because even if you stop, I don't know what you're doing when I'm not around behind my back. Are you with her? I don't know what where this is stemming from. Yeah,
0: you already had
1: an affair with this yeah. person. I already don't trust you. Right. And now I don't trust you even more.
0: Because <laughs> you're probably still. Because my knee's there.
1: still wet from the last time.
0: That's a nerve for me.
1: That's a nerve, Murray.
0: <laughs> Next. Kindly. <laughs> hmm. This is from November 2022. Help, my sister thinks her wedding is more important than the trip I planned for six years. <laughs> Dear Prudence. <laughs> I have been saving to travel overseas for six years. My original plans fell through because of a lingering illness. I will be gone in a month and going to see several friends in their home countries. This is planned for next year. I have been very open and vocal about my plans to my family. Only now, my younger sister announced her wedding date and it is right in the middle of the month that I will be gone. I told my sister I wouldn't be able to make it and explained why. She told me to simply reschedule since a sister's wedding is more important than quote-unquote some trip. I can't reschedule. There are already non-refundable deposits in place and my friends have their own lives to lead. My own family has been leaning on me to commit to the wedding because it would be unthinkable to miss my sister's once-in-a-lifetime event. She has only been dating the guy for a year. This is going to be a big topic during the holidays.
1: Help it's not a once in a lifetime after a year of dating you don't know unless you're a very devout christian i'm just being a cynical bitch i'm just following the theme of this episode (laughs) (laughs) i actually love that she just told her sister like i i'm not gonna be able to make it rather than ask her to change the date can i just because that's where i thought this was going when you read the title like, I asked my sister to change the date of her wedding because that's where I'm going to be away. Yeah. But just be like, I'm not going to be able to go because I planned this six years ago. Right. And, but I'm also torn because it's your sister.
0: I don't like that they, it's like they kind of aren't, like, they're just very dismissive of the wedding because um because I can't make it to her once in a lifetime wedding of the guy she's only been with for a year. You know what I mean? Like, that just kind of is like... It's,
1: yeah, it, it feels like you're trying to excuse like, not being at the you wedding. You guys ain't
0: gonna last anyway. Yeah, type I don't of like thing. that either. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. But I'm on the fence on this one.
0: I knew you would be. Because you would go on a fucking trip and miss my wedding.
1: I would never miss your wedding. Nope. I don't give a fuck what you say.
0: <laughs> no, because you're my fucking bridesmaid.
1: That's right. <laughs> my best... <laughs> Woman, you're.
0: What are they called? You're a
1: bridesman. My mate, man of honor. My man of honor. That's right, man of honor. Yeah, great. I hope you don't fucking marry a trumpy. <laughs> are
0: you kidding me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm on the fence about it because me, as somebody who's planning a wedding, but this is just me, right? I would think about like I'm planning this out a year in advance to, and I would check with well a year or two in advance and I would check with my family like no one's gonna be away right like the the immediate family the important people I want to be there no one's gonna be away you're not doing this this or that right right okay and then I would book the date or explore to book the date whatever it is mm-hmm. so that's the part of me where it's like you know on one side of the fence the other side of the fence is also being like but that's my sister and I can't expect her to schedule her life around me
0: Mm-hmm
1: you know, and Yo. this is the date and around the time of year they want to get married and they don't want to wait and what can I do? Yes, a lot of these deposits are not refundable and you've been figuring this out for a year, but I don't know. It doesn't sound like she's in the wedding. <laughs> so, Maybe. so attend by Zoom, I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just officiated your sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Even if you weren't the officiant, I don't see you ever missing that wedding no. for a trip. No. For anything other than no. like, sorry, I'm dying in the hospital.
1: But the other, yeah, I, I think that's another part of it to consider too, is that like I knew the date ahead of time before any trip. So I would have never purposely scheduled this. Right. But, during an important thing, which is what this person say, didn't do. You know what I mean? Like that's where the sister can be a little bit you more. you did leaner. have
0: a trip planned from mm-hmm. like a year or two prior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I still don't think you would miss jenny's wedding no because like jenny i already booked my trip for that day that week or yeah it's,
1: that yeah that that kind of that situation that example is kind of fluid on both sides because my sister would be like hey when are you going away again <laughs> before she starts putting down deposits yeah but i would also be like no my sister isn't getting married that week or all right i'll figure it out yeah yeah and that's just me
0: yeah because i i like that you were like, oh, you know, I would just kind of run it by my family, like my mm-hmm. immediate fam- members. Not me.
1: No, no. This is my
0: wedding and oh, you're coming. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I get what you're I saying. I think the only thing that I would be conscious about in that type of sense was like, dad, any big surgeries coming up? You know what I mean? Like that type sure. of thing. Yeah, but think- other than that, I'm not going to start texting my Brothers and sisters, like, hey guys, like, Mm -hmm. anybody get trips in May? But that's just me. I'm Brian Zella, and I'm not even
1: well. Not just that, but I I also think, I also think too, like, in the big scheme of things, like, you travel, but you don't travel very often, right? So that to you is not something that's prevalent. To me, like, I try to go away at least once a year. Yeah. So thinking about uh, to me, that's just kind of like I know that a lot. Most trips booked are non refundable. You yeah. know, airlines will give you, they won't refund you, but they'll let you reschedule your trip sometimes. Yeah. But hotels and resorts and stuff like that, those usually aren't, you know, they're not as flexible. Once well, you book even if you are
0: a traveler, I don't think all of your trips are like, you know, next year I have this date booked for, or three years ago I booked a trip for that day type mm-hmm. of thing.
1: I, feel like I it's think about it the other like way around. Or two, like, I'm thinking about like if you're a traveler booking a wedding, you know yeah. what I mean? Then you'd be more conscious about that being a possibility. As somebody who's already spent this money, like you understand you're you're already in those shoes if you're more of a traveler.
0: Well yeah, but I'm also planning my wedding a long time in advance. So I think that's why I would be less like are oh, you yeah. guys cleared for September of next year. And, and you know that's, what I mean. That's yeah. This is like I'm giving you a year heads up. Yeah. So I expect no excuses.
1: That's where I'm torn. Yeah. Because for six years I've been planning this trip, or she fell ill. So really, how many years is this afterwards? Well, I've been saving to travel overseas for six years. Mm-hmm.
0: My original plans fell through because of a lingering illness. Mm-hmm. I'll be gone in a month and going to see several friends. This is planned for next year. So they've been saving for six years. Planned for for next
1: year. I want to know how long you've known about your sister's wedding.
0: I've been very open and vocal about my plans to my family. Only now, my younger sister announced her wedding date, and it is right in the middle of the month that I will be gone. I can't reschedule. There are already non-refundable deposits in place, and my friends have their own lives to lead.
1: This is about... To me... The writer is not necessarily writing about the trip so much as it is about the money spent on it. That's the part I'm having. And that would be my consideration as someone who's booking a wedding to make sure that my immediate family was like not, didn't have any plans. That's the part of me that would be empathetic, you know, and kind of like figuring that out ahead of time, trying to understand where people are at. But she's your sister. That's your sister, and that's a wedding. That's not like a once in a lifetime in her mind. She hopes.
0: So it sounds like the writer's like, "No, I'm not going to my sister's wedding. How do I handle this now?"
1: I agree. The writer has made a decision. Yeah. Accept the consequences. There are going to be consequences to this decision. Absolutely. It's going to be a big topic. Whether you address the big topic now or later, it's going to be a topic it is what it is your sister's
0: probably going to be pretty upset for you for a long time
1: yep be prepared for all of that if you're going to prioritize the trip and i'm you know i'm not the person to tell you you're being right or wrong about it i
0: am yes you are
1: but if you're gonna prioritize the trip over it then yep be prepared for the consequences you might
0: as well stay to wherever you're tripping
1: yep don't come Move back there. Don't come Spend back. Christmas you don't have there. a family. Yep. Okay. Spend the holidays there. Come back after Day. Stay MLK with your Day. real family. Yep.
0: <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Melissa, she's your new sister now.
1: Yeah. Melissa. I'm gonna be <laughs> You can keep her.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm I be would be pissed, pissed too, just for the record. And
0: I'm just like, my fucking wedding? Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. I wish we knew the details, like how I was describing, like how each of those were planned, to kind of answer this in a, in a more appropriate fashion. But putting myself in each shoe, okay, great, I'm going on my trip. I have to accept what's coming to me. Great, my sister's going on her trip. She can fucking eat shit. Exactly. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, love it or hate it, own it. Yeah, don't come back. <laughs> That's my
0: postcard saying? Mm -hmm. answer in an upbeat but firm tone say as many times as necessary i know i hate that i'm going to miss it i wish you wouldn't have scheduled it during my trip because it's non-refundable someone is going to have to facetime me in that's it shove your facetime up your asshole
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i said i said you know just zoom me in but i think that what prudence did was met this person where they were at Mm -hmm. no i agree yeah i'm
0: just saying don't expect that to fucking
1: it's not do anything yeah it's not gonna do anything yeah you're gonna you're gonna want a butt plug for this
0: (laughs) just for this just because you said that to me there's going to be a basket at the entrance <laughs> where everybody's putting their phones in it because nobody's FaceTiming my sister who chose to fucking go on her little trip over my wedding.
1: I would put a ticker in front of the venue that says anyone found texting Melissa. No, Melissa's the friend that I just don't like Melissa's.
0: Sister. No oh, offense. Okay. So they're all Melissa.
1: Our, don't you have a Melissa cousin? Fuck I'm going to have to her. cut that out. Shit.
0: <laughs> I love me <you>, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Much better. (laughs) And all right, so anyone found FaceTiming Melissa to commemorate this occasion will be excommunicated.
0: Yeah, you're going on a trip with her, and you're not meeting my kid either.
1: We will hide drugs inside your purse, your vehicle, and we will call the cops.
0: Oh, Beth, you're brilliant. (laughs) Guess what's going in my sister's duffel bags for her trip? (laughs) Uh-huh. i'll see you on my wedding day bitch
1: i bars mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> don't worry someone will facetime you
1: she'll get one of those sympathy releases where they'll just you know momentarily let yeah. her out but she's gonna she's be wearing gonna be handcuffs on her and, ankles and guarded and-
0: <laughs> yep <laughs> hey sister
1: i and told you not to sure wear to orange. an announcement
0: <laughs> i just wanted everybody to know that It didn't stop my sister. She got locked up and it doesn't matter. She's still here. That's a sister. That's a fucking sister.
1: Heroinforbrides.com. I'm so happy I inspired. Yeah. That's so out of character for me that that's what my tombstone's going to say. Yes. I'm fucking crying. One more. We need to. I'm guilty of knowing the title of this one beforehand.
0: Yeah, you are. Dear Prudy, help. We're getting a free house. My only concern is the pedophile next door. I think a lot of this sounds petty. October 2022. Dear Prudy, my partner and I are a queer couple in an expensive city. We're currently talking about moving in together and are both very excited about it. But my partner's grandpa has promised my partner his house after he passes away. And the house is right next door to my partner's parents. I get along very well with his parents, but my partner hasn't always had the clearest boundaries with his family. And I just know for certain his parents would 100% show up without warning and barge right in. I honestly wouldn't even want to live next door to my own parents, let alone my parents-in-law. The other issue is that my partner's oldest brother has been tried for child pornography, and this brother still lives at his parents' house. So that raises questions about us having children or my baby sister coming to visit. Is that safe? I think a lot of this sounds petty. I don't exactly have six figures worth of savings or a home to offer, but I can't imagine a world in which living next to my partner's parents would involve weekly conversations about boundaries and lots of hurt feelings. How do I explain to my partner that I don't want to live next to his parents for the rest of my life? signed gift house in the mouth
1: a part of me feels like just because of the sign off using the brother as a reason not to move so that's in, like an
0: additional
1: it's like it's,
0: i don't want to live next to your parents plus your brother lives plus, there.
1: right yeah like it's like one of the it, it it's one of the reasons you're using to convince it but not yeah. the basis of the reason right Right. I agree. Like you feel like that's what I don't like want to move in because it's next to your I parents. Don't next to your parents. And that's it. And your brother lives there. Right.
0: Not like, babe, you know, we want kids. We've talked about kids. You know, your brother's child pornography thing.
1: And the other part of me doesn't feel like this is petty at all. If you have a kid sister
0: and you want kids.
1: If you want kids, how do you communicate to your partner that your brother, his brother,
0: yeah, I don't want any my sister, my, my own kids, or I don't want them around your brother. How do you say that?
1: I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. <sighs> also,
0: free home. <laughs> the fuck?
1: Do you stand by your brother or your partner with this shit?
0: Child pornography is not just like a, I thought she was 18. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's very right. different than like.
1: I had consent. I thought she was vague yeah. versus like, I
0: know you. I was 21. She was 17. Told right. me she was 18, 19.
1: Got it. I see what you're saying.
0: Right. It's a little bit more like, I love you, mm-hmm. but.
1: But seriously. I'm having an internal struggle because I'm putting myself in the position of the partner and of
0: Ian, right.
1: the writer. Right. So I'm like,
0: that's my brother. But also,
1: that's my partner, right? Has he said that he's brought these concerns up to him at all?
0: Yeah, he. They don't say if this is like an ongoing discussion, if it's been brought up, if it hasn't. Doesn't say.
1: It's hard for me to separate the this being something that is being used to push, not being with the parents.
0: Yeah, I was but just gonna say the concern is valid, I, right? But I was also gonna say, um, kind of like what you were just saying, is that like if your honest concern, which is what it sounds like, mm-hmm. is just the parents coming yeah. and going as they please, and you know you whatever, you need to fucking deal
1: with it. That's what you need to communicate. House. It's
0: a free house. Well, not just that. I think before you move in, say like, babe, you better not be giving your mom a key. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like, can, can you make sure we establish, please don't show up, you know.
1: I don't know.
0: Here, you can come on Fridays and mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Sure. Other than that, let me know. Ask ahead of time, whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to give up a free home because your mom just comes walking in whenever she wants to. At some point, I'm going to feel comfortable enough to be like, listen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm naked all the time when I'm home. So when I hear you coming, it's a scramble. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to feel that in my own home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's the deal: give me a heads up. Let's plan for a week ahead. That type of thing. If that's your biggest concern, is the parents? Yeah. I'm coming from. I'm in an apartment, and all of a sudden somebody's offering me a free home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not offering, but like, mm-hmm. listen, we just got a free house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what am I willing to deal with? To being get into a home
1: yeah I, that's what i'm internalizing right now is what am i willing to take versus what you're mm-hmm. willing to take mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm with you <laughs> you gave me a free fucking house right you guys come over it's gonna be a faithful full of yuck, right right but there's the other side of it where like the people in the world who are like just because it's free doesn't mean i'm taking it right you know and i'm trying to think about it like that like if it's something that's a deal breaker How do you approach that? You know, to me, it's like, well, if you haven't communicated that concern first, you start there. Yes, Right? And then the other part of it is making your boundaries clear for whatever reason they may be.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay? Like, let's be real. Let's be upfront and deal with that. If the concern really is the brother, then sure, bring that to the table. It doesn't feel like that. I feel like that's just something on top of it. Yeah. Again, not negating someone's, you know, legitimate concern. It's just the way that this is worded. You know, deal with the parent thing first. If that's your biggest concern and that's something that you don't want and you're adamant about it, make it very clear. And. Meeting people where they're at. Be prepared for any repercussions. Yeah. You might find that your partner might be on the side, you know, might take a step back and be like, okay, I understand and you're important enough to me.
0: This is going to be your home also.
1: Yes. Yeah. But your partner might also be like.
0: That's my fucking mom.
1: That's my mom. That's my dad. That's my (laughs) brother. And this is where I spent a lot of my childhood. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't think you're wrong for feeling the way that you feel, whether it's about the uncle or the parents, you just, you feel the way you feel. Let's meet each other where we're at. That's all I got.
0: I'm with you. You're either willing to move into the home or you're not Mm -hmm. at the end of the day.
1: At the end of the day. That's all it has to be. And if you're not going to, if you don't want to, you know, either be prepared to communicate that to your partner Oh, and and be prepared to live with potential consequences as an extension of that. or suck it up baby. It's a free house. Yeah.
0: Dear gift house. The easiest solution here would be to accept the house. Spruce it all up, sell it and take the proceeds to move somewhere a healthy distance from meddling in-laws and the sexual predator brother. That's
1: fucking brilliant.
0: But I'm sure you two would have already made your plan and started looking at Zillow if you felt your partner might easily agree to this. Personally, I think a free home would be worth the hassles of dealing with busybody parents. Now, don't get me wrong. It's worth saying to your partner, you know I love your parents, but I'm concerned about what it would mean to live right next door to them and have our privacy and enough time with just the two of us. Would you consider selling the house and moving a short drive away so we could still be close enough to see them regularly? <laughs> but I also feel like we live on our own in a place we chose. If he pushes back, at least wait for the situation to be unbearable before you turn down a lifetime's worth of housing security. Assuming you're not already rich and you're the kind of part partner's who share finances, this is a massive, life-changing transfer of wealth. You could use the equivalent of a single month's rent or mortgage to bring in a family therapist for a few sessions and get everyone on the same page about boundaries. Or pay to change the locks and forget to give them a key for decades.
1: (laughs) That was it? Yes. I think that's beautifully written move in spruce it up and buy a fucking mansion in beverly hills is a brilliant idea yeah <laughs> um, of course i'm just adding beverly
0: but hills, also it's but. gonna be a war because that's your grandparent grandpa's house and you're keeping the house in the family mm-hmm. and how dare you sell your home that grandpa's home and you know you I mean? gotta
1: trust your partner enough to like if you pre- if you presented this alternative that their yes was trustworthy <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Not just like a, oh, good, I'm getting you in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but like a, oh, that's a genius idea. Let's do it and let's start looking Unless for it. Unless
0: your partner is like the, oh, yeah, you're fucking, yeah, I'm down. Let's move in. And then mom says, how dare you sell your grandfather's house? Uh, you grew one. up in this house. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. But my, but my mom's right. Now we're living in this home. Yeah.
1: In that case, I suggest that you just fucking give it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was an interesting lot of questions there, so, Beth. Yeah. And also, none of them were anything I thought they would be. you done good.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah, done
0: Pretty done good, too.
1: Pretty done good. Do you have questions? Comments? Concerns? Beverage alcohol. recommendations? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have alcohol? <laughs> Send it to illadvisedthepodcast at gmail.com or catch up on all our latest episodes and check out our sources and our show notes at illadvisedthepodcast.com.
0: Or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvised the Podcast.
1: You're beautiful, you're wonderful. Everything about you is sexy. Fire him. And get along with your in-laws.
0: You've been ill-advised.